Hi, and a warm welcome to the Homepreneur Show. My name's Amanda Brown, business consultant and founder of the Homepreneur community. I'm here to help you overcome the challenges of running a home-based business. Whether you're just thinking of leaving the nine to five or you're a seasoned homepreneur, my aim is to provide you with guidance on productivity, focus, and motivation so you can maintain the perfect work-life balance. This year, I celebrate 20 years of working from my home office through both the ups and downs. You can discover the show notes, free courses and downloads at www.homepreneur.co. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Homepreneur Show. And today, I have the great pleasure of bringing you an interview show, an interview with Anna Watson, who is going to introduce her business, which is all about making us feel an awful lot better. She uh, represents a company called Sensi, and so I would like to welcome Anna. Hi, Anna. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. So let's start off by you telling us more about your business and how you got into and discovered this wonderful suite of products that we all need. Okay, so um, I have been with Sensi since uh, May 2016. I got into it because I had been working in recruitment for 20 years prior to prior to joining and I knew I was bored with what I was doing knew that I needed to change but really didn't know what I was looking for and my cousin uh, who is out in Australia has started doing it out there uh, since is a network marketing company and she was really enjoying it and kept encouraging me to join and I was a bit skeptical at first I'll be honest it's a bit like I don't know I don't know whether it's for me I don't know whether network marketing's for me I didn't really understand it if I'm being honest but because I started buying the products because she bought me one as a Christmas present um, and really loved them I thought what have I got to lose um, and joined still working in recruitment and I really fell in love with it I fell in love with the products so our products are basically a flame-free alternative to candles so they're wax warmers and wax melts our main line of products we do other things but that's sort of our bread and butter shall ah, we say so that's of course so 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 much safer than leaving candles in a room absolutely and they literally warm the wax to body temperature so if you've got kids if you've got animals they're completely safe to have around them if you put your you know kids do they put their fingers in the melted wax and with the candle you can scald yourself with these they're not going to scald at all they literally it sets on contact because it's so warmed so gently they're just a fantastic product. I originally, I said my cousin bought me one and then my son, who at the time was his three years ago, so he was 15, kept borrowing the one that we had in the front room when he had his friends around because they were stinky teenage boys. <laughs> um, his room. So I ended up buying him one for his room and then my younger one, you know, can't have anything, you know, has to have whatever his big brother's got. So I bought one for his room and they're great because they are that safe to have in leaving in bedrooms and yeah, 
and with children, you know, teenagers and children that don't think about switching things off or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, so I love the product and then really fell in love with actually the industry and the company and the company culture and decided to make it my full-time business in January 2018. So I gave up recruitment. Wow. And so I was doing this full-time. a long time. That was, that's amazing. So actually, so what you've done is what we call in the UK a sideline business and what they call in America a side hustle. Yeah. And, you know, this is the way so many people get into leaving the corporate nine to five and setting up on their own. And this is great because I guess you've got the support of, you know, the whole company behind you. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that I loved about it is that it was like I had my own business. It was up to me how what I did with my own business, how far I wanted to take it, what I wanted to do. But I also had the support of people around me. So, you know, it's not like opening a shop where you just open your shop and then you just sit there on your own all day and hope that people walk in. I mean, you haven't got that that network around you to give you advice, to give you support, to give you like top tips on how to, you know, grow your business. That I found really cool, but also just really, you know, you just, it was really nice. And working with those mentors and seeing how they did it, made me want to mentor people and help them you know and do the same as what they were doing with me working in recruitment I obviously work with people who weren't necessarily the most confident to get them back to work and all that kind of thing um, and weren't the most confident going to interview so I'd always had that coaching element of my job it was sort of part of the whole recruitment process. That's a very interesting point isn't it that you've taken the skills that you developed over 20 years in recruitment into your your new role I mean nothing's wasted in this world you 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 know you don't realize until you start something new oh actually that really does relate to what I used to do it's a different product you must be a people person Anna yeah I am yeah I most definitely am and I think one of the reasons why I fell in love with this business and why I'd fallen out of love with recruitment is recruitment has become very much centralized and very much email rather than when I first went into recruitment I could literally pick up a seat talk to a candidate and go I know exactly where you'd work where you'd work really well where you'd flourish um, and I'd speak to a client and you know know exactly the kind of people that would work well in their departments you know you really got to know them and the latter stages it was very much HR sending out a blanket email of a job description you couldn't speak to the line manager to find out exactly sort of the, the softest side of it, you know, the personality they're looking for, the kind of people who were already in the department. So you could, you know, really make sure you got the right fit. Um, it was very, it became very anonymous. Whereas this, I'm out talking to people all the time, either their customers or my team or potential team. And you're getting to know people and building those relationships. And that's what I really love. I, you know, I love it when we release a new wax or a new warmer and I can go, I know exactly who would love that. I know exactly who would want that in their house. And that's what I love is the relationship building is a really, really key to me. That is so interesting how the change in technology had really changed your former life and had made it less enjoyable. And 
now you're, you know, you're using those interpersonal skills in a way that benefits you, you're meeting customers, potential customers, and also your team as well, and your potential team. Um, mm. Do you have a big team? Uh, it's, we've got about, there's about 40 of us, my team at the moment. Wow. Yeah. And where are they based? They're based across the UK. Um, I'd like to go international. Um, that's my sort of my next target. But at the moment, we're all over the UK. So it's great because uh, you get different perspectives from different, you know, different folk from different people and different backgrounds. We meet up for Zoom calls and Skype calls it's, and face, you know, obviously one-to-one FaceTime, as well as actually if there are local, then, you know, we can meet up face-to-face. Or if I'm down, like, for example, I was down in Bristol this weekend, I've got a couple of teams in Somerset, so I met them on the way down there. So, it was really, you know, it's, it's lovely to be able to get out and meet them as well but yeah we're all over the UK definitely gosh yes you get out and about in a way that you probably didn't when you worked in in your corporate life and it's you know it's it's really nice to go and go and visit different parts of the UK and meet people as you so rightly say from different backgrounds and of course I guess you've got all your uh, marketing literature and your website is all produced for you centrally so you don't have any of those tech issues that a lot of people who start off their business from home face yeah absolutely that's all done for me which is great because it's it's not my forte in any way shape or form um, and it's not a lot of people's forte so yeah it's great that all of that side of it is done and the marketing stuff is done obviously it's your voice that's out there so you know there is a element of personalization because you you know you people buy from people especially network marketing there's there's other consultants selling exactly the same products so you've got to get your voice heard yes um, but, but the core in terms of things like getting really good images and having a website, all of that being provided for us is, is fantastic. It definitely uh, is definitely making, makes a difference. So on this time consuming subject of marketing, how do you find your, let's talk about the people that buy the products. First of all, how do you go about selling your products? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do a lot of it is via face to face. So things like networking, meeting people on a one-to-one basis a lot of it is via social media so facebook instagram so it's initially getting people interested in the product so i mean where it is a fragrance product you can't do it all online because you, you just can't people need to smell it then it's so i do a lot of promotion of things we call them borrow bags which are like a trial basket oh so it's like a free trial um and this is this is literally how I really built my business. When I first went into network marketing, I didn't want to be that girl, the pushy girl who was trying to get all her friends and family to buy stuff. So how I did it was that I went out with borrow bags, uh, walked into salons with them, advertised on social media for free trials, and all I wanted was a review. And then from that, people you know liked the product, bought the product, and then you know they would recommend me to people so that's how I have built my business and then I've got a Facebook presence so that people can see that and go really like look at that what is it and then I can obviously so yeah but it's it's all about it's the the Facebook and social media is great and it's really key um but for me because it is a fragrance product it's getting out and being face to face with people but it's actually 
getting that foot in the door is probably, yeah. And of course, actually, when you're in recruitment, you, you really will have, you know, become extremely skilled about, you know, talking to people that you haven't met before and building that rapport without being the sort of, sort of as you so rightly say, sleazy salesperson who no one wants to talk to. You know, it's so crucial that you, you know, going into salons is a, is a great idea because it's such a, a complimentary product that they can either use in their store or in their salon themselves, or maybe do they sell them on to, you know, do they become part of your team? They can become part of our team. Where it is direct sales, it's um, slightly different. They can't sort of retail them, but they can certainly become part of the team and, you know, recommend products to people. But they, you know, you could, they couldn't have a big display and just selling them off the shelves kind of thing. No. So, yeah. Yeah. So they do, they do become, I do have people that have become part of the team. But, yeah, the team has come from all walks of life. It's really interesting, um, actually, when, you, when I look at my team developing the way it's you know I've got is a nurse I've had people who've joined because they want to get out of really bad jobs or they're working night shifts and they want to do something so yeah it's a real mixed bag of people and they come from all walks of life that's really interesting do you have a typical working day or do you have some sort of structure to your week that you know you go right well Mondays is this and Wednesdays is that what how do you how do you or do you just roll with the flow I'm probably a combination of the two my ideal working week that's probably the easiest way to start because obviously having two children that can sometimes this week my younger son has been really poorly so it's been very much a focus on him but my ideal working week is that I will I get up in the morning I go to the gym early and then come back do all the school stuff and then I start work as my youngest leaves for school um, and then I work really solidly while he's out of, while he's at school so from half eight till three um, and then, so that le- allows me to be more flexible when he gets home. So if I, there's nothing I need to get done, then I can spend time with him or my elder son when he gets up. Not that my 18-year-old son wants to spend much time with me, but, you know, I like to think that he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't um, want him turning around to you and saying, Mum, you were never there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's one of the reasons why, it's, it's another reason to love what I do because it has allowed me that flexibility when my... And um, when Rory, my eldest, was doing his GCSEs, and you know, it's a really tough time, and it's a very stressful time doing GCSEs. And he, you know, it was nice that I could be here for him and be here because you know, you when you work in the corporate world, you can't just go. Actually, I'm having the next week off because my son's stressed with his GCSEs. You know, you, I was able to just fit around him and help him with revision and help keep him calm and so there's there's so many there's been so many advantages to doing it and now yeah so my my core working day is school hours and then after that it's more of a flexible working environment flexible working hours if things need to be done or I've got an evening event great but I spend my yeah I try and get my core hours as being school hours Fantastic. Yes. I mean, you know, if you if you've got to do events in the evening, I guess there may be shows that you go to or 
school school events or things like that then you know it's it's a long working day it can be really tiring so um you're obviously very good at getting that work life balance between looking after the children and looking after yourself by going to the gym something i ought to do really mm. and so you know are your weekends free or are they you know family time weekends are very much about family time um i do do okay occasional fairs and certainly in the run up to Christmas is uh, in the run up to Christmas it is a lot of weekend work because there's loads of Christmas fairs and things like that my first year of doing Sensi I literally was Friday night Saturday Sunday Christmas events for the month it right in the run up and then the next year I was like no no that didn't work it didn't fit in with my life it was like one event a weekend is more than enough because all of a sudden you've got you know my the children hadn't seen me I hadn't seen them as well you know it was just so I have learned to be a bit more forgiving of myself and not take on everything because by Christmas the week before Christmas and also I'd done no Christmas shopping because I was so busy dealing with everyone else's that there was no time for me to do it Really important that balance between, you know, the time that you spend with your family because you don't get that family time back. You know, at some stage, your your sons will be off doing their own thing. They won't be at home. And then you'll think to yourself, you know, and it's it's hard because, of course, it means that maybe it's lost income, but you can always get the money back, but you can't get the time back. It's the one thing you can never get back. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think... For me, it, yeah, it's just that's one of the things that has really doing this has really opened my eyes. I've always been a working mum. I was never a stay-at-home mum when the boys were small. So I sort of came to the working from home bit later than a lot of people decide to. But then you, when you actually look at it, and I'm like, I'm so glad I finally found this because I can now be there when they need me, and it's not a case of if one of them's ill and needs to be picked up, you know, my 18 year old can be at college and be ill and need picking up. It's, it doesn't, it's not just, I can actually do that now. Whereas, and I don't have the, Oh, I'm ever so sorry, but I'm going to have to go because my son's not well. You're in control and you have that flexibility. And that's what so many people who work from home actually are looking for. It's so much more than just, well, it's it's about combining what you love with obviously earning an income, but plus it's so much more than that. And I hear that all the time from people I speak to. And there's so many different ways of doing this now. You know, working from home has, uh, affords us loads of opportunities, which is really great. So do you have a home office? I do. And where's that then? It's actually in my basement. It used to be up in our in our box room but then we decided to decluster our bedroom and move our our wardrobes into into the box room to make it more of a dressing room kind of feel and I still have my office there but I found it quite distracting that my wardrobes (laughs) were in my office and the other thing is you suddenly go you start doing the thing of oh it's seven o'clock in the morning I'm just getting dressed but I'll just check my emails before I get dressed yeah um so or I'll just, yeah, I can sit in here on a Saturday afternoon because, you know, whereas it's, so it's in my basement and it means that I can actually, if I don't want to, if I'm not working, 
um, or, you know, it's Sunday afternoon, I, the door is shut. I don't have to think about the fact that my office is down there. Excellent. Um, yeah. That separation, even though it's just, you know, down a, a flight of stairs, that separation of our working space from the rest of our family space can just make all the difference. The temptation is if you're bringing things into your sitting room or, you know, you're in your dressing room looking, oh, I could sort out my summer wardrobe from my winter wardrobe rather than getting on with answering emails. That's such a great idea. And it's something that, you know, it's it's not unique. People do suffer from being distracted by what's going on around them. It's an it's quite extraordinary, really. You know, you think you're concentrating, but then, you know, your mind's drifting off onto something that is not work-related. Now, we need to know where to find you, Anna. So would you like to tell us all the different places online that we can get in touch with you? So um, I have a website, which is annagracemaria.sensi.co.uk. Or you can find me on Facebook. I have a business page, which is Anna Watson, Independent Sensi Director. Or I have a Facebook group, which is Anna Love Sense. And on Instagram, I'm Anna Love Sensi. Fantastic. I'd like to thank you very much indeed for being a guest on the Homepreneur Show. And I look forward to meeting you in person, maybe when you come across the border from Essex into Hertfordshire sometime soon. Definitely. I would love to do, I would like to do some networking over that way. So yeah, most definitely. Marvellous. Thank you so much. No problem at all. I really enjoyed it. You can find all about Anna on the show notes, which you can find on the Homepreneur blog www.homepreneur.co forward slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening.